0: Welcome to the Future Film Podcast. This week we're talking about vigilantes and psychopaths. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey guys, welcome back once again with...
0: Kyler. With who? Kyler. Why didn't we're you right. say you? With I'm you. Ky- welcome, I'm Kyler. I'm Michael. And I'm Ethan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... Uh, are we it's been a that? while. Okay. We're gonna keep that in All there. right, yeah. we're keeping it. Okay. It's <laughs> not a blooper. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been um, a while, and very... that's the
1: problem. We're finally back once again, hopefully to do with regular uploads with COVID and everything, and
2: schedules and, and life, schedules. and it's been
1: nuts. It's just been insane.
2: But to go off of what we did last time, I don't even remember what movie we watched. We watched the 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 last full movie we actually talked about was the general 1926 with Buster Keaton. That's right in silent M- film. Michael lost lost the game sadly lost the game so, because he didn't know what a cowcatcher was. I I would th- say neither one of us knew what
0: a cowcatcher was. And then
2: was. we came
1: and then we freaking came back and we still don't know what it is <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um so uh, yeah, the punishment Okay, so basically the movie for this week that we watched was The Dark Knight. And the punishment Michael has to talk like Batman for a short period of time. Until, we're <laughs> <laughs> until we are satisfied. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I I'm am the worst. Satisfied. never satisfied.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Um, yeah, Mike. You're going to talk like Batman from The Dark Knight because that was the movie we watched. Now, movie fact of the week. There's been this uh, rumor that's been widely accepted for a very long time. Heck, I believed it. That... The explosion scene in the dark night where the hospital blows up mm-hmm. that there's this weird pause where it looks like something didn't go right with the explosion and the Joker kind of like turns around and he like looks and he throws his arms up like what happened mm-hmm. and then he pulls out the detonator and fidgets with it and then the rest of the building explodes yeah. and he, he acts surprised yeah. he what he didn't know it was coming that for the longest time was attributed to his great improv improvisation skills, Heath Ledger's. Um, so that was not actually in the script at all. It was in the script. Oh. And everyone for years has
0: believed so that um, it was just improv. What I read really? was that um, even if that was down. in the script, that he wasn't supposed to be in control of the explosion when he was. Like he actually had the actual detonator in hand when he wasn't supposed to have it so a a big thing that i i've learned about his role for uh the joker is one he's the youngest joker to ever have the the joker Joker. yeah to be the joker Um, that makes sense and he took his role the most serious um like oh yeah why
2: was he so serious exactly
0: (laughs) I, I got you immediately. <laughs> wow, you're so, so sorry. funny. They, they said that he locked himself in a hotel room I've heard this. for 43 days. Now, um, I don't know
2: if that's true.
0: Yeah, I, I, this is all This is all just, you know, stuff you can read online. Yeah. But uh, they said that they did that just so that he could feel completely and totally alo- alone so that he can get in touch with the, the Joker character. And... Uh, wow. Yeah. And, um... There's two things that I heard about a year after the movie came out that, you know, I was young, so I didn't know whether to believe it or not. But I did figure out that um, everybody on set, except for, like, you know, like the really, like, hardcore fans, were almost terrified of Heath Ledger. Um, I would be. Just because of how seriously he took his role. So the scene where they're in um, the interrogation room. Yeah. And Batman is beating the hell out of him. <laughs> he actually, like... Are we allowed to say that word on this podcast? Yeah. I mean... Okay. Yeah. That okay. I, I was I, I, I a was, place. I was on the line, so... well, <laughs> okay. Well, well um, it's hard. But so, when he was beating him? Yeah. He actually hit his head on the tiles, like, hard. Like, he was into it. And he asked Christian Bale, like, as an actor, to... Beat him up physically as much as possible, just to make the fight scene or that that beat down as real as the camera could uh, real take looks it. Real. Yeah, because you know, like he slammed his head into glass.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it broke. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, I I don't know if that was real or if that was, you know, planned. But well, dang.
1: And the, and the thing is, though, with Hollywood is that you see that, you know, you see someone jump a freaking building and then they land on a car, which you've seen that in the Batman, sure, like in the Dark Knight that we just yeah. watched. But that would happen to me. I'd
0: break my legs, like for real. <laughs> so, do either one of y'all know? Because I don't. Do either one of y'all know Rachel's real name or her, her the actress? actress? Yes, the actress. No,
1: I don't. I can look it up right now. Honestly, look it up. So, it
0: up. whoever she is, she showed genuine fear when the Joker uh, kind of broke into. Um, Harvey Dent's, like I guess, his party that oh, yeah. Chris, that, that the, the fundraiser, yeah, the fundraiser. There we go. That Batman threw for him, or you know, Bruce um, when he broke in, and Rachel stepped up. And was like, okay, that's enough. Maggie Gyllenhaal. There we go. I yes. knew. Yes, that's there we go. Maggie Gyllenhaal. So, that's a
2: weird way to spell what are you they, just said. Is she related to Jake? I was Gyllenhaal? just gonna
0: say. I don't know if that's like. I can look. Look that up, frick. Might as well. You know, we're we're movie buffs, but we don't know this. I think they're <laughs> related, okay. but. Either way, so, um, when he when Joker walked up to Rachel, and grabbed her by the face, she was showing genuine fear. Like, she couldn't look at him because she was so terrified. And that, that wasn't, like, an acting thing. That was, like, a genuine fear that she huh. was showing. And they, That's interesting. She, when she was in an interview, I don't know if it was, like, months later or, like, a year later, um, after the film was shot and released, she admitted to having genuine emotions on camera just because of how serious he was about his role. And I thought that that was crazy.
1: There's only a Jake...
0: Yeah, Jake. Jim Only a
1: Jake, Jim at Hall. I don't. But
0: think. are they related?
1: Um, I think it's like her half
2: brother. Why weird. would they have the same? That's what they last name. Okay. They were, well, I don't know. point is? Ba- Bring it back to the movie fact. Heath Ledger, for the longest time, it was attributed the the explosion at the hospital where he got scared because the hospital mm-hmm. exploded. For the longest time, everyone thought that he just improv the thing because. The explosion didn't happen right, according to Screenrant.com. It uh, was a planned delay because gotcha. Chris Nolan, the director, wanted to make sure that Ledger was actually a safe distance away. Mm. That makes more sense. I, I've heard for the longest time that Heath did some kind of unnoticeable signal to to say keep the cameras rolling in that moment, but every time I've looked for it, I I mean that's why I guess it's called unnoticeable. Exactly. But I mean, there's got to be some kind of tell, hmm. or so I would imagine. But one thing though with that
1: is that there's some scenes. I think there's one specifically that I made a note on is like the. I think you haven't Joker. been talking like Batman, sir. I I was thinking about it's that. like Batman. Where's the catnip? that <laughs> <laughs> it. <Dadgummit. laughs>
0: Uh, I from, hope that the, the fans that are listening to this know where that's from because the two that I'm sitting in front if you of, you know don't. it. We'll give you a shout out. Also, exactly. well, I apologize for yelling into the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> <laughs> was um, that episode three? I don't know. Oh, it was I don't even remember what we were doing.
1: <laughs> but there's one scene. I think Joker walked into Batman's um, like restaurant that he owned or something, which is a whole nother conversation. But. Um, and they were trying to keep Harvey safe. No, this was the fundraiser. Was it the fundraiser? I think it, it was the fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, penthouse um, fundraiser. It would cut, I think, from Batman and, like, and then back to Joker. Batman, Joker, Batman, Joker. And it was like, the Joker had the weirdest interactions with people. I was genuinely, like, genuinely questioning, is this ad-libbed? Because I had no idea. And he he'd just be going around sticking his fingers in people's mouth and like yeah with their <laughs> hair and stuff. I'm like, is this for real? Is this in the script? Cause there was no. I, 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 I bet you I it wasn't.
0: I bet you it wasn't. I, I bet you it wasn't either. That's so weird. <laughs> and you know that's that's one of those like on screen chemistry things or like you know that's why these. High-paid actors are highly paid, is because they do stuff like that. Yeah, it just it sells the movie. It it sells. That's why Johnny Depp. is such a good Jack Sparrow.
1: Growl like you're Batman. (laughs) Why?
2: Do it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna we're gonna let you stop now. No, he I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it sporadically. He'll do
0: it sporadically. I like that. That's not that's a fine. punishment. You don't get to choose his
2: <laughs> own punishment.
1: It's like, oh my gosh. It's, it's like, would you rather get a cookie or like in prison for 30 years? I'll get the cookie. What? No, that's not how that works.
0: <laughs> what? You wouldn't choose 30 years?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah.
0: Okay.
2: So something, I'm going to, I'm going to do this right now so I can kind of get it out of the way. And, um, you know how I forget to always talk about whenever the characters were introduced, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to remember it right now and do it (laughs) right now. So, Heath Ledger played the Joker, right? He, so the Joker, (laughs) yeah, seriously. Um, the Joker from the first second, the opening title is shown. It's not really even an opening title. It's more of like a, a bat symbol being engulfed in flames. Yeah. Um. Blue flame. The Joker's name is mentioned before the minute and a half mark, but he's not revealed until uh, the end of the bank heist. So, and it I,
1: like, which is crazy. Even one thing that yeah. I wrote down is literally it says they introduce Joker as a guy with war paint that tries to scare people.
2: Which, okay, let's talk about this. That, that's kind of an interesting take. What I the, the thing about Joker that's really interesting is that there's no defined origin.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, or, or there are different origins. So, like, you have The Killing Joke, which uh, that was the comic and even a movie, uh, animated movie that came out, that, kind, that there was an origin story in there. As far as I understand, I haven't watched it. You know, 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton that had an origin story technically for the Joker, at least showed how he became the Joker. Mm -hmm. The movie The Joker showed how he became the Joker. You know, like, all of them have different iterations. So, 89 Batman, uh, Jack Nicholson played the Joker. He was actually physically changed by the chemical vat that he he fell into. That's not war paint. He actually puts (laughs) on normal people's makeup, to look normal. Mm-hmm. He puts on like tons of foundation. You would see that in the movie. Um, but in the Joker movie. You see him actually put on paint. But that's because that was his literal job beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this movie. You never see him put it on. There is a scene. Whenever they're trying to assassinate uh, the mayor. Where you see them all turn. And he has a normal face. Yeah, but you see the no scars. Yeah. This is the only time you see him without it. Mm-hmm. But,
0: um, yeah, really interesting different stories from the Joker. so there's a there's a theory floating floating around. I can't remember where I saw it, but there's a theory that you know how you say like there's all these different origin stories for the Joker and like why he looks the way he does and you know all this good stuff. Well there's a theory floating around that um, the Joker isn't even real. he's just a figment of batman's imagination just because there's so many different versions of joker that he's really just fighting his psyche
1: yeah but then you take into consideration there's actual damage doing around
0: yes
2: around like the city and let stuff. me throw something at you okay so we ignored batman begins as a movie right mm-hmm. but the villain in that or at least one of them was the scarecrow
0: Mm -hmm. And he had the
2: toxic gas that makes you hallucinate. Can we... I mean, it doesn't seem like a big jump to say that the Scarecrow is the villain of the Dark Knight and he's just constantly gassing Batman with
0: the hallucinogen, right? So he could be like... Because he's a big leader, yeah. He could be like the he leader. Is in of the entire. movie. He's in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And actually, let me mention something. I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds recently. <laughs> so the actor for uh, Scarecrow in Batman is he in it? Uh, he plays as a. Uh, he's he's one of the he's one of the psychos in one of the episodes of Criminal Minds, and he's the he's the one that commits the most crimes in that episode but there's he's got like an accomplice uh that kind of helps him with it because they're trying to solve um, uh, zodiac killers uh, killing sprees and who he is interesting but that actor that played the bad guy in criminal minds is also the bad guy in batman <laughs> he's also a bad guy in a movie
2: called in time with justin timberlake and amanda Seyfried. i think, I think that's her name something like that yeah <laughs> close enough <laughs> it's a great movie I haven't watched in a while. And not the point. Can I say (laughs) something
1: really quick? I have a confession I need to make.
0: Uh
1: Uh-oh. I've never seen a Batman movie other than Batman v Superman before this moment. Oh, no. This is the first time I've ever watched a Batman. Other than Joker. I've seen Joker. But Batman's not in it. I
2: wish you people could see my face right now. Me too. Yeah, Yeah, he's
0: oh my gosh <laughs> I, I grew up like dressing as Batman for Halloween that's, that literally yeah. made my stomach drop <laughs> you know that feeling when you go over the edge of roller coasters
2: like you go oh, over yeah. the big hill yep. and you start going down and your stomach drops that's what I felt oh my gosh you're welcome that's what you deserve that <laughs> wait wait time out.
1: RIP headphone one. users. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one wearing headphones out of everyone here right now, so I'm hearing Kyler amped up to the max, and he's yelling into the microphone.
0: Gosh, like...
1: Okay. I'm sorry. Alright, I'm
2: going on a rant. Here All right, we going go. on a rant. Going on a rant. I hate Batman versus Superman. I know. It's the stupidest piece of trash ever, except The Last Jedi. I didn't watch... It was watch. so
0: bad. I didn't watch Batman v Superman. Good. Because I don't like Superman
1: unpopular opinion
0: <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> no a
2: lot of people like Batman more than Superman um, I agree well, it was a cool it was cool to see him like fight yeah but uh, it was a really stupid story and but they did crazy, a really though? bad job about trying to connect too many movies too <laughs> well, quickly Joker, I
1: think Joker was in Batman v Superman right I don't remember no right. he's in Suicide Squad okay
2: so also we don't talk about Jared Leto Joker that's it. I didn't see okay. I didn't see that movie.
1: I haven't seen him, period. Okay. Um, just watch the other I need day. to watch it, though. No, you don't. I guess there's I, another I movie to watch <laughs> next time. A sequel?
2: S- the Suicide right. Squad oh. is fine. But, anyway. So, so
1: one thing that I noticed, though, is that with The Dark Knight and with Joker, they are both two different actors who both play Joker, but they both did the role so phenomenal. I think the one in Joker was more like... Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. He was just... Just straight, crazy, insane, psychopathic. Like, you... He was just... I want to say schizophrenic. I I don't know. Like, he was so much of, like, mental illness side. But the Joker from The Dark Knight was so much more of a logical, like, thinker. You know, like, he was smart. He trapped Batman and he trapped... That's how... I guess it's too late to say spoiler alert, right? But um, <laughs> that's how Rachel died. Because he outwitted all, like, the police force and everyone. And, um, but there's one thing I noticed is that when there's one scene that did a really good job of, like, I had the same feel. Because we're going to talk about this in another. It's
2: part. the interrogation scene, isn't it?
1: I think so, with Joker and Rachel. Never mind. Is it not? Nope. Um But I, I don't remember. But there's one scene to where Joker's holding Rachel, and he's like, I think it's when he's about to cut up her face. That's
0: that's what I was talking about just a little bit
1: and earlier. There's, a, you don't notice this, but I noticed it so much when I watched Joker, and I and I noticed it when I listened to it. Was that one thing about the about Joker, which this is a newer movie, so sorry for spoiler. Alert, there's a scene. If you he haven't goes, seen Joker already. Shame on you. <laughs> and literally... <laughs> so, the Joker's on the late night talk show, and you hear this, like, growing noise, like... Enca- oh, yeah, a drone.
2: N- the ambient drone.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and it really builds up your heart rate, and there's a lot of noise, and then all of a sudden, BAM! And the crack of a pistol, yeah. And the crack of a pistol, and it, like, like it gets your blood going. This exact same noise happened in The Dark Knight. All the time, actually. All the time. And I was like whoa like it like it's just crazy to see and how to like hear the similarities between the two but as is something
0: I really wanted to point out but so when you when you started this idea you said that uh, the Joker was you know he's really smart um, in this one and he outwitted Batman I don't think he could have done it without literally all of the crooked cops because uh, what was his, what was who was it this right hand man um was it Gordon, Gordon's right hand man? Oh, uh, Harvey. No, no, no. the The lady, because Ramirez. Yes, Ramirez. Who whose right hand man was she? Uh, Gordon's. Okay, I mean, Gordon, she yeah. was one of she was one of the main people in yeah. Gordon's unit. Yeah. So, uh, she was really close, closely tied with Gordon, and yet she was crooked just because. And she explained, you know, that it was they were paying for her mom's medical bills and you know things like that, and that's why she was crooked. But. Um, I don't think that he could have pulled any of that off without the help of all the rest of those. So going back to
2: the Joker versus the Dark Knight, the movies, um, I, I uh, you know, I, I'm probably wrong, but I include the Joker movie in the Dark Knight trilogy. I put them together. I, I'd watch them as one series. And I know that the timelines don't match up exactly.
0: Um, you were talking about the one with Joaquin Phoenix. Right?
2: Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. Joker, yeah. and the Dark Knight trilogy. They don't match up timeline exactly, um, but I think that uh, yes, you're right about you think you're right about the mental health part. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he is crazy in the Joker, and. You know, you can, you can kind of look at all the different iterations of the Joker and say, oh, that one's the, the anarchist Joker, and that one's the crazy Joker, and that one's the mental health Joker, whatever, right? You can do that. But I think that between Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger, I think they're probably the most similar portrayals
0: I of the Joker.
2: Clear. That I'd, I'd watch them together, and I think that you could fill in the gaps and it would make enough sense to watch together. And one thing that,
1: if for those who don't know, I may just have to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> I hated the Joker. Like, it's such a good movie.
2: It's such a good movie.
1: It's But uh, okay. the only reason... Okay. The I'm going to interrupt. Re- wait, 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 wait. I'm going to interrupt. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope, I'm no, no, interrupting. No, no, no. The so only reason why... I think
2: <laughs> that just, uh, when it only came only... to their Oscar run, <laughs> I haven't watched Parasite, but... I think Joker should have won. Anyway, go for it. Okay, you can defend yourself.
1: (laughs) The only reason I don't like Joker is because it betrayed it too well, and I don't think I was emotionally and mentally prepared to even go into the theater, like when the time it came out. Because I came back literally scarred. I literally walked out. I'm like, I am literally. I feel like there's a demon among us right now.
2: It is a very jarring movie.
1: It's very intense. And you know what?
2: Actually, I'm going to bring this up. This was a note that I made. So in the Dark Knight, whenever Batman or anyone punches or you hear gunfire they are deep bassy notes they aren't like you know mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a thud yeah, it's whenever they kick. hit it's got some kick it, it's very reminiscent of indiana jones um his punches and his gunfire mm. now what's so different about the movie the joker is that the his pistol when it fires it cracks like it's a high note when it fires it's it's very it, it, it's very jarring it's very abrupt and you just don't get that with this batman movie you don't get a whole lot of abrupt in this movie there are various there are some very abrupt parts but every time there's a crash every time there's a, a gunshot every time there's a punch it's a deep bassy note but in the joker it's very it's a very much more jarring effect um and you're right, it, it, the Joker movie is a lot harder to to digest. Um, granted, it was probably meant
0: as more of a commentary on society than a nice comic book movie. So, I don't know about y'all, but I had like a, not necessarily moving qu- quote, but um, a meaningful quote. And I think it's, you know, the one that just about anybody can pull away from that movie is... Um, He's the hero that the city deserves, but not the one that we need right now. Oh yeah. That oh. was that was like oh. the yeah. Okay, that, that's a whole other. That topic. was a really really like powerful like that packed Absolutely. a punch. the White me. Knight
1: and the Dark Knight. That's basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. With the Harvey Dent being the Harvey. White and um, Con- continue. Pers- but yeah. yeah, no. That was that was a very like impacting uh, quote or, or um, statement from. I think I think it was by it was several... Gordon. It was a. Didn't somebody else besides Gordon say uh, so So, here's what happened. This Bruce is said it, didn't he? Kind of. This is
2: what, this is what I'm about to say is mm-hmm. what makes what you're saying so impactful. Mm-hmm. So, when that whole end scene happens yeah. where yeah. Harvey's, uh, you know, about to kill Gordon's kid, Batman pushes him over the edge, and then, um, you oh, know, Batman saves Gordon the kid is. and lifts him back up, and then Batman falls down to the ground, they... Harvey and Batman are lying right next to each other seemingly dead and I mean you have this beautiful image of Gotham's White Knight and Gotham's Dark Knight both fallen and then you know Batman obviously he gets up and he talks to Gordon and you know Gordon's in despair because he's thinking everything everything good that Harvey did is undone with this and then Batman goes no it's not. I'm going, to take, no. it, I'm going to, to take the fall for it. I'm going to take the fall for it. Because we have to continue Harvey's legacy. Mm-hmm. He's is... the one that you need. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is interesting. Because it literally the exact same thing switched in the movie. So Harvey didn't even know the identity of Batman. And he... You know, Bruce was like, Hey, I, I need to step up so that these people can stop dying in my name. And... And then Harvey steps up and he's like, I am Batman. Right. And he didn't even know. Right. He didn't even know who like that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Right. And is and then you see the whole table to turn when after that they're like, okay. Like, <laughs> like Harvey basically sealed his death note. And then I guess, I don't know. It's just like I can't describe it. It's just it just it's a really heroic thing for both of them to both be the white knight as well. You know what I'm trying exactly.
2: to Exactly. And, and so the reason the end is so impactful and the contrast between the two is so great is because Batman looks at Gordon and says, "Look. He's the one. He's the hero that you need. He he's not who you deserved, mm-hmm. but he's the hero that Gotham needs." And then as batman takes the fall for it starts running away and gordon says send in the troops mm-hmm. all these cops start chasing batman and th- his kid goes why is batman running and he goes because we need him to right now mm-hmm. and then he he, he, he explains it a little bit more and then he he finally says he's not the hero we need right now but he's the one that Gotham deserves, mm-hmm. mm. and, and that's that's the reason. Yeah, and it's, it's the quote is so impactful because you have this contrast between two great people. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me throw it back to the beginning, closer to the beginning of the movie, where Harvey says this quote. He says, "You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain." <laughs> there we go. Yep. That's the crux of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's literally the whole point of the freaking movie. Yep, because this movie challenges batman to break his one rule of not killing anyone and in the end you see harvey fall and batman almost fall and then you get this beautiful contrast between the two of how batman
0: is truly the hero not just a vigilante Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm gonna go off on a tangent here tangent yeah um so i'm gonna jump ahead one movie Um, And I haven't watched it forever. Wait, wait, what movie? Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. This—that's the—that's
1: the the last one in the series so far, right? I don't want to. The only reason why I feel like we have so much on this podcast, maybe this is like disclaimer, like discretion. (laughs) We may not do it. Another podcast for the future. So
0: I'll—I will a sequel. I'm going to mention it in that one too if we do one. True. But I—I haven't seen it. uh, Well, don't hate me. I'm gonna spoil it, but I'm gonna spoil it for the vast majority of people that have already watched the movie too. So when it came should out, wait, should I even be listening? <laughs> well, here's I don't want the to be thing: spoiled. A, a lot of people, a lot of people, didn't pick up on it. It was a thing, and it, it blew my mind that I was like, you know, I'm, I guess if I'm, I'm it's this a small child. detail that no one
1: picks up on. It'd be cool if I watched. All it right, it it it's fine. It's mind-boggling. Okay, when, go, when go, go for it.
0: it. So it's the end scene because this is the one where he's fighting Bane, right? And uh, he the way that basically saves the city is everybody sees him take the bomb in his it's the batwing right he and takes fl- the bomb away yeah and fly into the middle of uh, the the lake or ocean or whatever that is and it just explodes and everybody's like you're left in tears because you're like dang he really just killed himself to save all the rest of these people he didn't kill himself Earlier in the movie, if you're really a stickler for details, Alfred specifically mentioned that they were working on an autopilot feature for the Batwing. So, it was complete by the time that the final battle was going on. He staged his death. It blew everybody's mind when I was talking uh, to I them about it. I don't even want to ask
1: any questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions, but I don't it's, want to be spoiled.
0: It's it's uh,
1: like mind-boggling. Like is Batman dead? But I don't want to know. Don't tell me. So, but like you know,
0: I was I was really big into you know like Batman storyline and everything. So I played all three of the PlayStation Batman games. Yeah. So the final one, he also stages his death in the final one. Oh, in where, Arkham. Yes. Yes. So okay. he blows up in the manor. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay, he's home. And then I think you see him walk away from his manor perfectly fine. So in both of like the quote unquote endings of each storyline for the game and for the movie, he has staged his death just so that, you know, it it can finally lay the, the Batman title to rest. Even though so that he's not actually question. dead,
1: Batman, quote unquote, died, but Bruce is still alive. Exactly. That was. The I whole didn't thing.
0: want to know that, but it's fine. But here's the thing: you'll get there. You'll get there. Uh, yeah. I, what I don't understand is they figure out who Batman is. Like Ed, the world figures out in who the Batman, game. Yeah, in the, in, in the game, because uh, Scarecrow reveals his identity. Right. Everybody's just dumbfounded because that's how they know where the Wayne Manor is, and so he has to kill off both Batman and Bruce Wayne in the game, at least. But I don't know about uh, the movie. But that that detail was crazy. So let me let me not sound um, overconfident. And what I just told y'all about the whole he didn't actually kill himself, but. I, I'm almost I'm almost hundred percent certain that he didn't really kill himself because they, they did have a detail in the movie earlier on that they're working on an autopilot feature for the Batwing. Well that makes you wonder if Bruce Wayne died. If
2: you can't remember if he died or not. I don't think you remember the
0: end of the movie. Because no, I do. No no no, not okay. Um how do I say this? I, I know that he didn't don't die. Spoil it, i know, okay, I know we he go didn't
1: back die? to the Dark Knight. Like, we don't need to talk about the Dark Knight rises. <laughs> Please.
0: <laughs> actually you know what? I <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh Kylish currently <laughs> covering Ethan's ears. So me and Michael can have a conversation. Sorry, no, I can still hear. <laughs> <laughs> I can still hear. Um I don't actually Stop remember. Softly your mic. <laughs> I don't actually remember exactly uh, what went down and the very, very end of the movie, but I do remember when he staged his death. Okay then we
2: might have to do another episode we'll, we'll of the Dark Knight Rises. We'll definitely have to Rises. do a second episode.
0: All right, cool.
2: All right, can I have that? Okay. Oh, okay. welcome back, welcome Ethan. Back. <laughs> Your hands were a little sweaty <laughs> there. Okay, uh, so <laughs> I I have some stuff that's you know what? just... Wait, wait, wait. Before okay. this
1: pod comes out, you know what? I make an executive decision. We're going to make a part two of The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, I, I can to want to watch that. The Dark Knight Rises before I listen to this pod. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. And I come back and be like... <laughs> okay. He's right. So we're gonna make a part two. It's gonna be the dark. Yeah, universe. I can agree to that. Confirm. Okay.
2: So here I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little bit of. a... am gonna geek for a second. So one reason I love this movie, I find the Joker freaking hilarious. Oh yeah. Do y'all Absolutely. actually find his stuff funny? Yeah. Okay. Because it never lands funny in the movie. No yes. one ever laughs at what he says. Why so serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, like he he. <laughs> he, uh, he he's talking to a group of mobsters the very first time he actually approaches them and um, one of the mobsters his name's Gamble I think he gets really upset and starts to you know get close to the Joker and Joker stands up and opens his jacket and has a you know a string <laughs> on out of the room. six different grenade pins yeah. and he goes let's not blow this out of proportion <laughs> and then he and then gamble says you think you can walk in here and just tell us what to do Yeah. Like, it's really funny.
0: I'm the man pulling the strings, quite literally. I really (laughs)
2: think that Joker's like Deadpool, in a way. He just doesn't break the fourth wall. So, okay, okay, yeah. But the thing is with
1: that, it's just theater etiquette. A lot of people, because, you know, I'm more of a theater kid. I've done shows or whatever. People, they applaud you when you are laughing out loud in your seats, rolling on the floor, applause, and crying, cheering, whatever. They applaud that. In theater, please, if you go see a show, like, overreact while you're in the crowd. People love it. But in movie theaters, it was like shh, shh,
2: quiet. You know, <laughs> I like, can be pretty anal in a movie theater. That's what
1: I'm saying. It's like it just it gets funny, but like and then I like I feel like my brain is hard programmed to be quiet during movies. It's like yeah, that's a funny thing. I just don't laugh out loud. If like I'm, I don't really get into it. If much.
0: I'm if I'm in my room and I'm watching a movie in my room, I'm gonna laugh at the top of my lungs. And I'm going to wake the whole house up <laughs> just because if I think it's funny, it's, it's going to be known. Yeah. So some other stuff that the Joker does that I find hilarious is when he is
2: chasing Harvey Dent's, like, police caravan, when, they're, when they've are when they arrested him for being the Batman, and they're, you know, transferring him to uh, Central Holding or whatever. The Joker tries to get them, and he comes up in a freaking semi that's got the word, or got the phrase, laughter is the best medicine painted notice. on the side i didn't notice that and then the joke is that he had taken red spray paint and put an s at the beginning of laughter so it says slaughter is the best medicine <laughs> Oh. and he's geez. like trying I didn't see to that. so it's hilarious whenever i see that i always chuckle to myself whenever i see that and then after it's a little details there there's like a wreck at one point and the joker said you know he pushes His driver's dead. He pushes him out of the car. He goes, I want to drive. And (laughs) he gets behind it. And he is just, you know, going all over the road. And he says, I love my job. I like it. I like it. You know, it's just ridiculous how fun, how much fun he's having. It's one of the heaviest scenes of the movie because he's just, it's meaningless destruction. But it's hilarious. Um... (laughs)
0: Okay, so now some, some actual like movie stuff that I'm going to geek on. I've got one thing, and okay. I I did this with our podcast about Apollo 13. Okay. So my car enthusiast, I paused the movie and half cringe, half cried when he destroyed his Lamborghini to save the, the police brigade. Oh, yeah. Well, that I, also shows off I how had, rich freaking Bruce uh, Bain is. Bruce Bain. Yeah, Bruce Bain. Oh, <laughs> Foreshadowing. Anyway. I, I was so sad when he totaled that car. So some
2: filmmaker stuff that I'm going to geek about and then we can move on to the end. Um, so there's this scene when Gordon and Dent and Batman are all on a roof. Harvey is there first. He has the bat signal on. Gordon comes up on the roof, gun drawn, because he's confused at why the light is on. Batman eventually steps into frame and then the camera starts moving and it moves in a circle around all three of them. And they have this whole argument. Him and Dent have a big argument. Gordon and Dent have a big argument as the camera is going around and they have blocked the scene in such a way that every time one of them has to say something, they're visible between the other person and the camera. Does that make sense? Like, as the camera's going around a circle, you know, you're passing behind bodies. Mm-hmm. And so like you pass behind Batman's body and you can see on either side <laughs> okay, of them, yeah. dent and Gordon talking. And then you move and you still see dent talking. And then you move back around gotcha. and it's a two shot of them. And I'm, I'm serious. Like that could have been three different shots and they put it all into one yeah. big long camera shot. It's actually pretty ingenious when, when you're having to come up with a way to shoot that. Um, And then, lastly, Chris Nolan, the director, flipped a freaking semi. Oh, wait. Really? Like, actually? That was a practical effect. Wow. He flipped a semi.
0: Like, nose over end? Yes. Wow. Okay. How do you do do that? Yeah, seriously. So, I don't remember where I I saw this, but
2: what it was probably a YouTube video online. But, if you watch the scene carefully, you know, Batman basically shoots a harpoon. Yeah. And he... Ducks under the semi, passes through a bunch of lamps... With the wire. With the wire. Attaches it to another wall, and then... He he puts it into the ground. Or into the ground, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the truck flips Uh on its nose. The way... If you watch carefully, at the back end of the semi, when it flips, you'll see this, like, burst of air. That's a CO2 explosion going off that he engineered so... When that explodes, it just tips the entire yeah. semi onto
1: its back. Man, what wow. was the budget for this movie? No joke. Flipping oh flipping over gosh. 18-wheelers.
0: Smashing a Lamborghini. <laughs> Come I on know. now. Blowing up an actual Hot. building. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a hospital.
1: Like, holy freaking
0: heck. Oh man. my goodness. Oh, there
1: were so, a lot of big-name actors in here, too. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale. Well, Morgan Freeman. Maggie
2: Jen- Hall, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Michael, Michael Caine. Keith Ledger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. rest in peace. Uh, who else was in this movie? Oh, um Gary Oldman as Gor- as
0: Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We played Alfred I we, Michael Kane. I'm saying we said we said Michael Caine, yeah.
2: So I mean it's a big it's a big name movie. Like I'm sure the budget was huge. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wanna know if they went over schedule or over budget or something. They oh, probably well, I, did. They probably anyway. blew it out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Point is wonderful, wonderful film. I love the movie so much.
1: As we come to the end of the podcast, we're going to play an old classic. Who said it, but this time with a twist. I'm gonna blurt out a quote, and the goal is to answer the question as fast as you can. If you get it wrong, the other person has to answer. You don't get a choice. If y'all both get it wrong, that's an X for both y'all. Y'all both lose the game. But, Then we, we both have punishments? Well, you, Then you both have punishments if you both Ooh. get X. Mm. <laughs> it's not too hard. So I'm gonna start with a really, really easy one. Do you wanna know how I got these scars? Joker. All right, there you go A check for him. <laughs> you better jump on him, Mike. Spit, okay. Mike. <laughs> uh, okay. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Alfred. Oh my gosh. You know that it just makes freaking Mike. I'm going to do a yes, punishment. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's a That's
0: established already. I'm doing the next punishment. <laughs> All right.
1: Let's see if you can guess, uh, Mike, on this one. Like, last do I need one. to just not. Well, if he can't, like, you like, can even jump give me in. a
0: chance to actually answer. Yeah. But not like not like <laughs> okay. All not right, like just, like, like let me answer first and if I actually know it or if I don't know it, I'll just give, Sure, it. sure, sure. All sure, right. Sure,
1: sure. The night is dark just before the dawn. You know it. I guess obviously he anymore. knows it immediately. What I, is it? I didn't
0: pay attention that much to what people said. just um, before dawn. You guess. Uh Gordon? No. Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, with the landslide. <laughs> no joke. Oh my, <laughs> my gosh.
1: Cool. So, yeah, make sure to tune in next time. Hopefully, we'll have more stuff up eventually. No more accent punishments, please? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No, we need to have more accent punishments because you can't freaking follow. I will will
0: do that one next time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You need to actually follow the punishment all the way through. You can't just blurt things out, which you never did ever again. So... (laughs) <laughs> that's my defense on that
2: so after credit scene all right we done here we go We're good all Let's right go. after credit scene in three two one if i pull that off will you die
0: it would be extremely painful
2: you're a big guy
0: for you
1: cool and we are most likely not gonna make the after credit scene batman rises because we already went over that or Dark Knight Rises, I'm sorry. I have no Dark clue Rises. what the after-credits scene is. These are new Right we'll now, as we're recording it,
2: we don't know what the next movie That'd is going kind of to be. That would be kind of funny, though, if it was. We'll see if it's actually The Dark Knight Rises. All right. Anyway, y'all know what it is, so guess on our social media. Follow us on Instagram. We have a Facebook, Red Relic Productions. And, uh, heck, check us out on all of our podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. Love all the weirdos. Give us a review. And, uh, yeah, I guess you'll hear us next time.
0: Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep that so bad.
0: (gasps) I'm going to get the most of these wrong. I I hope that the microphone picked up that fart, because we're going to put it... (laughs) in the bloopers. <laughs> We're putting it in the bloopers. <laughs> Dad, God, <man. laughs> uh That would be... Uh, it, it definitely picked up you saying excuse me, but, you know.
2: Do you want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. One night, he comes home and he grabs the kitchen knife, takes it to my mother, And then he turns to me, why so serious? He sticks the blade in my mouth, why so serious? And then let's put a smile on that face. And then the Joker slashes through a guy's face.